latest episode of the Old Man Ultras podcast. Uh, this is your uh, your host Schindler again. Um, a little nickname update for myself personally. I am sticking with Schindler despite uh, the uh, horrible horrible news today that he is no longer part of the FC Cincinnati club, which we'll talk about more. Uh, and also, um, he's not actually young, so fuck him. I was worried at the last episode. You may recall that I was somewhat worried that. You know, if this poor kid who was just here from Germany ever found out that some old dude was making fun of him by using his name as a nickname on the internet, that I would feel bad. Well, I don't feel bad because he was terrible, and now he's gone. But I'm going to stick him around as his nickname. So, and uh, tonight I'm joined by my good friend uh, Swarm. Swarm. Swarm is my name this week. You may have known him as uh, Maka in the past, yeah, but. Uh, he has been uh, he's been overcome by his love of bees. So we're not, now known as Swarm. Uh, yeah, and so last week I was Bruce Arena. I felt that that was pretty topical, but it served its purpose. So Bruce is dead. This year I am, or this year, this week I am Stone Delicious IPA. So, <laughs> stone for sure. And I'll give stone you yeah, for sure. Stone for sure. And I'll give you one guess why I'm called. Yeah. I'm Bubbles. All right, Bubbles. So uh, we have a shitload of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we are. Going to do our best to keep it to our usual uh, one leisurely old guy drink of, you know, uh, serving of beer. But uh, we'll do what we can to keep it short. But at the same time, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And we're going to start with the shittiest part first. So, uh, and that would be the playoff match against Tampa Bay, which was really disappointing. Uh, we went to really extraordinary lengths to watch that on tape delay uh, and not get spoiled. And honestly, we all would have been really well served if we'd known that it was a complete <laughs> shit show totally. instead of instead of saving up the time to watch it uh, swarm wasn't able to join us but the other three of us got together and it was like yeah so uh so anyway bubbles why don't you kick us off with yeah uh, with... i think i think a couple things stood out the first thing that stood out was that we were actually able to make it to the tape delay without knowing a single thing that happened right. so i had i had these high hopes going in that Maybe because that happened that we would score an early goal, get ahead, but that didn't happen at all. And yeah, it was just a... We've been using that term shit sandwich a lot. And, and, and that's what it was. And in fact, about in the seventh minute, I thought, you know what? We haven't given up a goal yet. That's going to be... This is, this is... And we were actually... The run of play was, was favoring us a little bit. We... <clears throat> we weren't maybe stringing some passes together. We were doing some long balls, but we were actually looking okay. And then, I'm sorry, I got to say this, but Mitch, you should have saved that. You should have saved that. You should have saved that. <laughs> sorry. I know there was some poor defending at the beginning, but I mean. Well, it all, actually all kind of started with Mitch because he, he was sort of like. Yes. I remember at the time, like the ball, it's a long ball, a simple long ball over the top. And. You could tell that I can't remember whether it was Barry or Delbridge was going back towards it, and he wasn't quite going to get there. And you just like Mitch, come get the ball, yeah, yeah. come get the ball, and he doesn't go get the ball, and then that caused the whole thing, mm -hmm. which then you know two one pass later results in the one on one, and then you know the ball. I mean, as you know, if any other fellow Arsenal fans are out there, Mitch went full Manuel Amunia, where he just like <laughs> the ball just went through him. Yeah. Like you're like, how was it? The, basically, the guy hit it right at him, and it still just went right mm -hmm. between his arms and legs, and. He, he hit it at his hands. Yeah, right. And 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 that is that is true. And and as a, uh, we'll get to Mitch. I think maybe we'll circle back around to Mitch later on. But and I don't want to be this a 
Mitch Bitch Fest. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Nice. See but, what you did there, Bubbles. So I got it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, but I didn't. I don't want it to be that. But there have been times throughout the year that I felt that um, he has not come off his line when he's supposed to, or he's come off his line and to trying to punch something and he doesn't get there, and so. He's in that, you know, indecisive land, much like the last game that we we're talking about, that the ball got hung up in the air. Yeah. Mm. Air quotes. And he and that resulted in a goal. But you're right, poor defending led to a goal. And I still had hope. It was against the run of play, but it quickly my hope faded faster than I don't even know what to compare it to. <laughs> a quick fading fast thing. Yeah. <laughs> a quick fading fast thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was I was with you there because it was it was one of the. It takes the wind out of you as a supporter when when that happens so early on. Anyway, yeah. but the the nature of the goal. Uh, you used a, an Arsenal goalkeeping reference. I'll use a Liverpool yeah. one. Mitch Mignolet. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. It was just, and I couldn't quite believe it that it went in. I, I remember, mm. and neither did Mrs. Swarm, who was sitting next to me. She she just we were both like, oh, that should have been Mitch's, and suddenly we're one nil down. And yeah. it was all there. And, and yeah, I was the only one that was watching it live out of the four of us. You don't believe how much I wanted to text you guys <laughs> oh. the full time to say, you've seen a good Wyoming high school yeah. <laughs> don't, don't spoil your night with this. But I couldn't. I really couldn't. So. Well, it was funny because the, the one thing I did get spoiled on was, uh, you know, with some other soccer fans and including another Bailey, uh, Bailey guy. And I told him up front, like, I'm taping the game. I don't want to know anything about it. And uh, and at halftime, I, the FCC game, which is when we left, he was like, uh, well, Red Bulls are up. And so then I, I was, like, all excited because yeah. I thought, okay, well, if we win, then we're going to have a game in the Bailey. It's going to mm. be awesome. And then, of yeah. course, it was not awesome. And yeah. honestly, like, I don't even remember the second goal. Like I, The I, second goal was, was um, it was a – it's it, I, as I remember, it was a cleared – Ball out of the box to was it Schaefer who was just there that waiting. Same, for... It was that same fucker that scored uh, the worldie. The worldie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It just went their first two. Yeah. 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 yeah, And he was he was just he had all the time and all the all the space he needed just to rattle it back yeah. in. But I think yeah, I think it was if I remember rightly. And this is uh, apologies to listeners who, who've watched all the highlights I didn't watch one moment of this game after it finished no. yeah. I didn't want to be reminded but from what I remember we cleared it very poorly um, and it went to him and he just seemed to be in acres of space on his own outside the box and he took a control and mm-hmm. just absolutely yeah, he, he was outside the box there were people in front of him but mm-hmm. that'd be 8 to 10 yards off and so took a step and hit it and that's when also we thought Mitch was a Mitch was screen on it, so yeah, right. he, he was delayed in getting over there, but he was clearly beaten by yeah. a, a decent shot. And yeah. he was he was the guy as well before the game started. He was the guy who, um, for, for a change, I didn't watch. I had the YouTube on. Uh, I had the, the YouTube as the as the kids call it. Um, I had I had YouTube on. And it was the Tam- it was the Florida feed, mm. so I quickly put on the Star sixty four. So it was the Cincy uh, analysis, and both stations were were concentrating on Schaefer being the guy to watch, yeah, and the guy not to give the ball to in that yeah. space. Yeah. Mission not accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 
I just remember having this like overall feeling that we were playing better in that game that we yeah. had like in our last road game, and there were like a couple of mistakes. We had a couple of you know those the quick goal. Yeah, you're right. That first goal really yeah. did take the win, at least out of my sails. But I thought the players kind of came back, mm-hmm. but those mistakes cost us badly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that second goal, it just it, I it wasn't the same team out there. No, they were just defeated and yeah. But did it come in? Was it just before the 30 minute mark? It went in. Was it 28 minutes or something like that? I think I think we were two 0 down in the first half hour. Yeah. I, I think. I think I, it I was in the third by the third. Just, yeah. it, it it already looked doomed. But you thought mm-hmm. a goal before mm-hmm. half time and mm-hmm. coming out with a better attitude in the second half. It just but really. I, I, I don't know. I got the vibe. I did see some good play from us, but I did get the vibe that the team kind of weren't aware of what they were playing for almost. <laughs> it was like, tell them it's the Lamar Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, yeah. You know, get, him, get him in a half time. Yeah. Tell them it's the Lamar Cup. And, 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 then, and yeah. tell them they're at Nip It. And yeah. watch them come out and win this. But yeah. yeah. No, it was, I mean, that's funny because we were all saying that, and, you know. So, 1-0 down, okay, that sucked. That was a stupid goal to give up. But I, I agree. I thought we played well for the first 10 minutes or I mean, eight minutes mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, okay, like we're in this. We're, we probably had more of the ball. We're, we're creating some stuff. Give up that horrible goal. Recover from that. And then they gave up that second goal, which was against the run of play almost too. And then you're like, okay, well, now you've got to get something before halftime. And then it just you could just sort of tell the whole team. Like, we've all seen matches where you go 2-0 down and you get a result, and that wasn't one of those matches. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, right. you just didn't have the... There was nothing right. happening there. There was no... It was no to, away at Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> and and that's what I... When we went 2-0 down, I thought, we've done this before. Just our last game, we've done this before, so there's still some hope. But I, you felt like... You're right, you do... And then that game, we did get a score before halftime. And, and that... I think energized the boys a little mm-hmm. bit, but getting nothing, and you know there was a chance. Jimmy, Jimmy had, <clears throat> Jimmy shot it, missed the post by maybe a couple feet. Yeah, Andrew Weedman was streaking down there too. Mm-hmm. It would have been a hard pass to get to. So there were opportunities, but after that opportunity, I don't think there was hardly anything at all. Yeah, I think I think this statue. I think we had two shots on target, yeah. Yeah. and one of them I think was uh, Decress who came on. Mm-hmm in what about the 65th minute or something mm-hmm. like that and, and and he seemed to energise us when he came on I mean he came on when we were 3-0 down yeah. yeah. and suddenly there was this flurry of corners when he mm-hmm. came on I just remember it was just like oh he's added a bit and here's the thing here's, here's one of the weird things that I realised after the game I've been a bit of a champion of Decre. I always think he gives us something extra I looked at his stats for the season and he's not done a lot. No. <laughs> yeah, there's been no assists. That would be as in no goals and no assists. Yeah. <laughs> no goals and no assists. And yet yeah. there's me always saying, come on, come on. Bro. <laughs> Why is he always on the bench? Right. You know? <laughs> oh dear. But when he did come on, there was this sudden flurry. But did, Jimmy again was running uh, his heart out and you you have to hand it to him. He, he always just gives us that hope almost. But there was... You could see in the second half things were going a bit wrong. There was, I think, at one point there was a pass to nobody that just went out for a throw in, and it was just like, ah. And I think at one point earlier in the day I said to you guys, I can't make it for the tape delay, but here's a thought: tape the program after, because I didn't know how you were recording, so I was like, tape the program after in case there's extra time and penalties. (laughs) I (laughs) I didn't even think. 
the, 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 you know, you, you, I thought if you just record the program, it'll do it. But at 2 0 down, I was like, I'm glad I told the boys to do that because this could go to extra time now. But I was living in that hope that until the right. third goal. And yeah. It's just such a shame to end, end it like that. It was, it was, it was a real flat, you know, real, yeah. uh, oh gosh, I was going to say flat banana then. That's not a phrase. It was a real, yeah. it was a real flat. Metaphors. This is this is not not my strongest. No, I mean so far tonight we're we're uh, we're over two on metaphors. I think flat banana sounds pretty cool. I think if it's not a term, let's let's coin it right now. I think it's definitely one of it's got it's right now it's in one shot for a podcast title. There you go. Absolutely. Do you want a flat banana? I don't. Just ask yourself. Someone either stepped on it or sat on it. Yeah, you don't want a flat banana. Of the book. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> That's right. okay. I'm better at puns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, anybody got anything else on the game itself? I mean, it really was the last half hour just really yeah. did suck. Yeah. I remember the only good thing was we had a lot of beer. I mean, honestly, right. that was like the only <laughs> well, yeah. really charitable, which is also probably why I don't really have much to say about the second <laughs> half. But, yeah. uh, I, and New York had done their bit. Yeah, they they'd yep. set it up yeah. for a, a nip it, a nip a game at nip it, and it would have been lovely. Yeah, lovely. And the other thing that we did have was wonderful guacamole by Schindler. <laughs> and once after oh, the man. first oh the first goal, I, really I started stress one. eating, <laughs> and I had both Schindler and Stone next to me, <laughs> and I thought, fuck him, I'm gonna eat all the all the guacamole because <laughs> I don't care. Right. <laughs> I should have come round at full time, but I was concentrating on my chili cook-off, ah, which, yeah. I, which he was successful at. Which I like to oh, say, yeah. I took home first prize. Warm congratulations! Thank you very well much. done. Sworn. So somebody won something at the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> it was a ceramic, a green ceramic skull with a cactus in it. That sounds awesome. as you'd expect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? So yeah, so that was the playoffs, and that's it. That's the season that's over. That's the season, yeah. Yep. yeah. And it kind of—I mean, I guess in some way it was sort of fitting with our league form for the year, pretty yeah, much, right? Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. away, and yeah, we're so sporadic on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that really needs to be worked on next year. I don't know how you fix that, but oh, yeah. this team is like—I don't know if it's emotional or they're just very responsive to crowds or being home or what. But yeah, it's just completely inconsistent, like on the road. Yeah, there's some games they won that they shouldn't have won, like against Louisville, like earlier on. They should have beat Tampa. I mean, there's every other game I think we could have won, but god damn, some of those results were just mm. awful. It was a bit, I, I must admit, going into that game, I was thinking it was a bit of a hard ask against Tampa. Yeah. They'd just come on the back of some amazing, what, unbeaten, seven straight wins or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like so, but I thought that, that there's always a team that that rocks that yeah. and breaks that. Breaks, that could be breaks. us, you know, and, yeah. but it, it wasn't. wasn't. I think it was the Red, <laughs> Bulls. the Red Bulls, too, that beat. Yeah. yeah. We should get these all these migrating Ohioans that that, that are, are everywhere because I always meet Ohio people everywhere I go. We should find them and send them some orange and blue and yeah. get them to turn up in the stead. They, yeah, they can be right. the they can Especially be the, 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 the baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually yeah. had a decent fan section. They only showed it once, yeah. but they were there's yeah. a good number. Now. And we we heard we them. Hear them. We yeah. Hear them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean it just. I, I mean, well, obviously, we'll get to this in a little bit, but the, the club clearly feels like the problem was the players because yeah. yes, almost sure. all of them are gone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which I think is probably fair. Right? I think, like, I, I did I – did, watching that game, I thought Tampa's on-field team looked a lot better than ours, they right? They just had yes. better players at more positions than we do. And so 
So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I think the home effect is probably pretty real. Yeah. So we probably get a couple extra points at home by being, you know, 20,000 people loud and, you know, playing in environments mm-hmm. these guys are clearly aren't used to all the time. Um, but, you know, if we're going to do better, we're going to need better players. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, better better results on the road, I agree. Yeah. You I know agree. how, um, you know, at the end of last season, we extended the width of our pitch. Mm-hmm. Is our pitch much more wider than other people's pitches or does it just fall in line with the rest of people's pitches I think it's now probably about medium right I don't think it's uh, it's not I mean Louisville's is officially too narrow yeah, uh, right. Course. I mean, yeah. it's got four friggin' bases on it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Whereas I think, like the Tampa one, they've they've actually expanded it so it's uh-huh. normal size. It, so. I mean, it, despite the stadium looking like you know yeah. sort of a bit crappy, to be honest, right. no no disrespect to Tampa, it did look like a decent pitch. Yeah. And and you know, but I just I wondered, I just wondered if if our if if, if was widening the pitch, although we were better at home last season yeah. on the pitch, yeah. and we were. But yeah. anyway, anyway, blame the pitch. Blame the, yeah, blame the blame pitch. The blame the blame pitch. everything. And blame that bitch. Blame, yeah. blame, blame, the, blame the pitch. <laughs> we are very good at rhyming. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think uh, so transitioning, I think Schindler, you had wanted to talk about, or I think we need to address, officially address the Columbus crew situation. Yeah. So mm. obviously I, I had a little postscript at the end of the last pod because uh, we got home. I got home from recording last week, last the last pod, and then. The news had just broken about Columbus Crew, and and uh, I was really struck by how, first of all, mad it made me. Um, the and for probably a couple of reasons. One is I do. There's sort of a there's a whole critique of capitalism in this for me in some ways. Like there's sort of this weird thing where, and I've seen some of this online where people are like, well, you know, the owner the owner's there to make money, and if he can make more money by moving the team to Dawson, he should be able to do that. It's like, no, like that so what like if he wants to make more money let him go fucking run a hedge fund again or whatever the hell he did whatever crime he committed to be rich right which i'm sure i think in the pre-course case he just inherited his money so fuck that but like we it's weird how in other american sports we just accept that this is something that can happen and i really feel like with soccer the only way what soccer offers in america that's different from the other team sports which have been so tv driven and for different reasons, they each have their own culture of why they are the way they are. But soccer has taken off as a fan culture. Mm-hmm. And look at what's happened in Cincinnati, right? They get 20,000 people every week to go to that stadium for a club that didn't exist two years ago. Right. And it's because it is this yeah. great fan culture. It's like you get the Bailey, you got 2,000 people screaming and singing their hearts out. You've got all these people in the stands that want to be there in person to see the matches. And you know, by playing this game with playing cities off against each other and, and getting rid of, you know, the the kind of pulling that out of the, that civic spirit is just, it, it really shouldn't be allowed. So there were, I mean, I, I had a real visceral reaction right away. I think um, it's been pretty amazing. I don't know if you guys have followed this stuff online. If you just go on Twitter and, and look at the hashtag Save the Crew, yeah, yeah. it is unbelievable. <clears throat> the support that they are getting both within Columbus, but really from supporters throughout the country. I think Morgan Hughes, who's sort of kind of really leading that movement, has been really passionate about talking about how, like, you know, this if they can do this to Columbus, they can do it to anybody, and they will, and we really shouldn't allow it. And it, so so anyway, I um, two things, and I'll, I'll get to the rally really quick, but or one more thing before I get to the rally. They, one of the things I spent a little bit of time last week was looking at the U.S. Soccer Federation 
um, because so that's the you know the American FA, and all of the professional leagues are essentially operate under their governance, right? Okay. So they they set the rules. You cannot have a professional soccer league that plays by that's acknowledged by FIFA that plays by the rules that isn't endorsed by the U.S. Soccer Federation, and they have. It took me a while to find them, but they've got all these bylaws about what it actually means to be a Division One top level professional league. Mm. And I really think that they should establish that one of those things is you cannot allow a franchise to move cities unless it's been through some sort of independent commission review that mm. includes supporters, independent economists. Like, I do think that the sport's new enough in this country that you might have an occasional situation where for some reason there's a team in a city that really can't make it work and then okay fine then there should be some out that's not the case in columbus like columbus is at the bottom of the mls tree in terms of how much money they make but fuck it they're still they you know they're still you know draw 12 15,000 people at the games they don't market well they don't they, there's a lot of stuff they don't do well which has been intentional i think to try and get themselves out of the mm-hmm. to get themselves to move because yeah, maybe they could make more money in Austin, but you know what? That's not okay. Like that's not ultimately like running a sports franchise has to be about more than just profit. Because if you all you care about is profit, go fucking do something else, right? So so anyway, um, that's all my take on it. I think the uh, I did go up to the Save the Crew rally, which is up in Columbus, um, and there were like two thousand people there. They uh, I got there a little bit late actually, so I missed the first like you know twenty minutes or so. Um, I will say this. I went in FCC colors and I was sort of expecting there might be somebody there that was in another team's colors and there was not. I was like, I was a big blue thumb in a sea of, of uh, black and gold. And uh, and I, I did feel a little bit self-conscious and it was funny. Like, I kind of like, because... So they had lots of speakers. They had a couple of ex-players. They had uh, Mark Titus, who writes. For, he used to write for Grantland and writes for uh, uh-huh. The Ringer now, and a couple of local like you know DJs and stuff like that from Columbus. And uh, but in between every speaker, they were doing all their songs, right? So they had the capos with the. And I did kind of like, all right, so I am not going to sing anything, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to clap, right? Yeah. That was yeah. my compromise. And I didn't want people to think I'm like. I'm just there to stare at them, right? <laughs> right I needed yeah, to feel right, like one right, of right. and uh, and I did want to talk to a, a couple fans and and which was cool. Like I just in terms of like you know I, I said I just wanted to let them know that everyone you know, the fans in Cincinnati were thinking about them and and one of the guy one of the guys I talked to was like yeah I've already heard some sentiment that like people are going to hate you guys because they feel like because FCC is so successful that MLS is using that as a way to move the crew out of mm. out of the state because then mm. there'll still be a team in ohio and uh and yeah i was just like yeah i mean that that sucks right like, i honestly like and it, it was funny because i was thinking about this uh, talk, or i've seen some of those stuff posted online like there's a piece of me that says you know what a usl where there's a team in columbus and there's a team in indianapolis because they're in nassau but that's probably going to fold yeah and there's a team in louisville and a team in nashville that'd be awesome like i you know, I wouldn't mind that, right? right. <laughs> That's Saint, a lot of good Saint road Louis. trips. Yeah, we got already got St. Louis and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden it's like you could go away to you know mm-hmm. a third of the matches easy, right? Oh yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Obviously, we got a team as well. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're a division below. Oh, okay. They're like in the really, yeah, they're yeah. 
They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah remember we barely yeah. beat them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. my knowledge. I yeah, yeah, they hundred twentieth minute. That was a Jimmy goal. So anyway, so that was my re- report up there. But um, did you get any stick? I didn't really get any stick. I got some dirty looks. I did get a couple dirty looks from people. And no, I one, think no one threw a $9 beer over No you. one threw a $9 beer over there. <laughs> and I will say this. Most, really, almost everyone that I talked to was great. And they were really appreciative that I'd come up. And, you know, a couple of people were like, you came up all the way just for this? And it's like, hey, you know... It's important, and and so I'm anyway. I'm, like, yeah, I'm really I have hope- to give the finger to the man. I was like, <laughs> well, do I have to read? Right. Do I have to scrub that part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, giving him the finger was done with love, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, yeah. It was. It was. Those are the fingers yeah. you give. At yeah, it's always done with love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was one of the. There was a lot of. There was some Twitter brushback or whatever you call that. What do you recall the? The Twitter angst, backlash. backlash, backlash. Thank you. Yeah, about how how FC Cincy, you know, fuck the crew. They're our enemies and stuff right. like that. And I'm like, you can still say hashtag save the crew and still be Cincy till I die. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are yeah. not mutually yeah. exclusive right. things. And no. The one question I had, and I forget which one of you guys told me that has this ever happened in the Premier League or in England or any of those? There was there was there's an incident with uh, Wimbledon. Football club. Okay. They they were they were a, a team that was based in in sort of like well not exactly Wimbledon but near as damn it, and they kind of like split the club up and moved the team to Milton Keynes, which is this area just outside, and so they it's about hundred miles away, right? Yeah, it's fifty it, miles oh, away. Yeah, okay. it's like fifty odd miles away, but it's but enough. Still, it's yeah. enough of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like right. it would be like um, it might be akin to like us moving maybe to um, sort of like just outside Louisville. Yeah. Or like down by Florence or somewhere yeah. like that in Kentucky or something, you know, just a bit of a pain in the ass for the team. And so they started up again, and the other, the the original team, they, they became like the Milton Keynes Dons, yeah. uh, because the Wimbledon team were called the Dons, and Wimbledon had to start off from scratch in the in the amateur right. league, and they've now come up to the point where they play the team that came out of that, that was newly formed. Yeah. And um, a lot of the original supporters of Wimbledon just don't go to that game. They just don't go because they don't acknowledge that Milton Keane uh-huh. new team. But that's the only th- it's the, only, it's the only time we can think of it happening because, yeah, you would just... I mean, then again, England is so flipping small that you wouldn't get a team moving from one oh, state to another. Well, the other difference, because it's an open pyramid, it's more like, you know, so... In a in an open pyramid model, if Anthony Precord thinks that Austin, Texas is the best place to have a soccer club, go fucking form one there. Yeah. And yeah, get yeah. put your money into it and get good enough and then you can get rise up to leagues, right? And I think I mean and obviously FCC, given the money that's invested, if it were an open pyramid, that's what they'd do, right? right. They, and they would keep investing in the playing squad and eventually yeah. they get good enough to, to go up the, the ladder. What, what was the vibe of, of the people in Columbus that you know, day? They, they, they was really hopeful. Stunned. Oh, oh, no, they were hopeful of, of at, it At the, at the rally, they were just like, hell no, we're, we're saving the crew. Like, this is going to happen. And I think, I actually think that there, you know, there's a meeting tomorrow uh, or this week with the, uh, you know, the owner and the city. There's been a lot of stuff on the business community in Columbus saying we really want to we support the team. We want to invest in it. Um, I think, you know, they, they're at the point now where they're like, okay, well, let's figure out where could we put a stadium downtown and what would it cost and who would invest what and all that stuff. So I think, I think there's actually a decent chance that they could stay. I think the, the challenge right now is that I think both 
uh, Precourt, and I think actually MLS, who is you know, pretty pretty much kind of fucking sucks. Complicit mm. in that, or, or yeah. basically they'd probably just be just as happy moving them. Yeah. And but I also think there's been so much pressure at all of the other clubs from their fans that I think the all that stuff has to get approved by the owners. And I I would guess there are a lot of owners that are like we don't actually want this to move right yeah, we don't want no. that want it to happen so and the thing is stupid I mean obviously I wrote that really long blog post about this but I think MLS would be better better served by getting bigger right yeah so mm-hmm. the whole you know in the NFL they get away with that franchise blackmail because you know they don't want to add any more teams because they make so much money off TV. That if they add, you know, what are they, 32 teams? If they add two more, that means they got to slice that pie by, you know, a little bit less for every team. So that's why, and and then also they've got this leverage with cities where it's like, okay, now St. Louis doesn't have a team. Yeah. So if, you know, the Bengals, uh, the Bengals are a bad example because they have such a sweet deal. But, you know, the the Redskins, I shouldn't really use that word either. Uh, fuck, I hate that football. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking team wants a new stadium. And those, it's the Chargers. It's the the Raiders, yeah, right? Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. it's the, the former St. Louis Rams, right. right? It's it's the fucking Cleveland Browns yep. who are now, you know, the the Purple Browns, the right. Baltimore, whatever they are, right. Ravens, right? It is that mindset that you know what? If you don't give me what I want, fuck you, I'm leaving. Right, and so. And there's and it, because there's more demand for football mm-hmm. uh, pro football teams than there is supply, right? right? They can do that. It's sort of and there are cartels, so they don't let anybody else in. Well, MLS doesn't get they don't have that media market, right? They don't right. have that, they're, and they're not ever going to. Like right, I mean, right. the reality is like if you're a soccer fan and you want to watch soccer on TV, you're gonna watch just like I do, right? You're gonna watch the uh, Premier League, you're gonna watch the Bundesliga, you're gonna watch Champions League, and yeah, I mean. You might, I might occasionally stumble, stumble across an MLS match and watch it, but I watched all of the FCC away games right. because I have a passionate connection to that. Right. And if there were 40 or 45 or 50 cities in this country that had viable pro teams that drew, you know, somewhere but north of 10,000 people yes. to the game, right? And I think you could make a profitable league with 10,000 people in the stands every week. And you could easily do that in 50 cities. And you'd probably get way more than 10,000 in a lot of them as you start to build that culture. And if you had, like my idea was the MLS Champions League idea where it's essentially you regionalize stuff so people can travel to games. The best teams get to go in that Champions League. And I actually think people would watch that on TV. I think you would then start to get some of that mass of like interest in it because you'd have all those local fans that'd be like, oh, my team finished in the top three last next year. So we're in the Champions League, right? Mm-hmm. And I just think... But instead, I think the ownership of MLS has always had this desire to be like the NFL. And they're wrong. I mean, I know they're wrong. And it's yeah. just it, that, that part's really frustrating to watch as a, just as a person that has interest in this. Um, but also as someone who's a fan and feels like, you know what? FCC has done great in the two years. And we could get to MLS and we could have a great 10-year run. And then, you know, we get a shitty manager. We get a bad run of form. And it's not new anymore and the new stadium wherever it is has some problems and all of a sudden we're only drawing 10,000 people to matches right and are we going to get moved mm-hmm. I mean there's no there's, there's no reason to think we wouldn't right like you could because what happened there was the previous like pre-court came in and bought it with this out basically yeah. I can move it to Austin right, right. and he is he is correct me if I'm wrong but I think he's there was a a bid for the like owners got together in Columbus and said, "Hey, we'll buy the crew." Right. And he said, "No." Yeah. And like there is, 
you know, it worries me a little bit that culture in MLS of of that, like, you know, say, say five, ten, seven years from now, the lenders decide to get out. Yeah. Who's that owner and are they going to have that same money-making culture? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the only team that that will never happen to in all the professional leagues is Green Bay. Yeah. Because it's owned by, it's owned by yeah, the city. Owned by, owned by the people. Owned by the people. Right, right. I mean, and, you know, I, I get that that's a hard model to replicate, but I also do think, I, I think the one thing gives me a little bit, I mean, I do feel like, you know what, in, the, in England, I know when the MK Dons thing happened, the English FA rolled over. They didn't yeah. stop it. Yeah. And But uh, but the difference is the, the fan culture there is basically said this will never happen again. And yeah. I actually think even at this point, how the FA has done some stuff that it wouldn't happen again. But we need as fans to make it unacceptable for this to happen, right? Yeah, it just right. should not be allowed. Yeah. And, you know. It was nice to see the way, the way, the way like, from what, what I saw the internet, like, galvanized and all the... Mm-hmm. All the logos, the logos of the teams went went black yeah, and gold, gold. And, yeah. and like I say, we we do you know we, we, we took great you know glee in beating Columbus oh. Crew, and we we take great glee in kind of mocking them, but no one wants to see this happen. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see no. this happen to Louisville. I wouldn't no. want to see this happen to anyone. It's no. just it just rips the heart out. I mean, I just think of. I think of all the Columbus Crew games I saw on TV before mm-hmm. FC Cincinnati right. that I cheered on for. And oh yeah, I always remember that. I always remember that one fan, that one who gave the finger to the head <laughs> of the MLS <laughs> when they, they <laughs> lost the cup. And I always think of her. She, she was just like yeah. Yeah. giving it the what did you call it? The Freedom Rocket. Yeah, the Freedom <laughs> Rocket. <laughs> to the head of MLS that yeah. was saying. And thank you to Columbus Crew for <laughs> taking part in this final. Yeah. And it just to Bam. Columbus, and she was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Um. So, and I've been there. Like I was, you know, I've been there and, and watched a game and cheered him on. And it's just, it's just so weird to think that, like, I mean, the the owner who uh, who was thinking of moving him, what's his connection to Columbus? None. Nothing. None. None. Nothing. None. See, we are very lucky that one of our owners. Right. I, mean, I know he's part yeah, of a yeah, consortium, yeah. but still, he, I know right. he's a hometown boy. But yes. like you say, if he got bought out at some point, right. it, it it could happen. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so yeah, we uh, we all. <laughs> For what it's worth, this pod is behind <laughs> yes. you. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> pod and our army of li- our, our, our army of listener, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, our army of listener. And, and I think honestly, it's like we, it's it's important for the MLS to adopt like your Champions League strategy and yeah. stuff like that because they are very different than the NFL. Mm-hmm. And that's great because the NFL anymore, like a lot of college sports as, as well, and kind of baseball to some extent, is really built around advertising. Yeah. Like, if you think of the concept of like if we have TV timeouts and soccer, fuck Whoa. that. Right. This is the last sport mm-hmm. we can actually watch forty five minutes of oh, a yeah. game without an interruption. Yeah. And like, sure, you see the the banners sure. around the stadium and things mm-hmm. like that, but that that's we're still a pure sport. Yeah. Yeah. And it needs to stay that way. And I, yeah. and I think we're not going to gain. We're not going to ever be the NFL. We yeah. Shouldn't, we shouldn't want to be. Right. We, right the NFL fucking sucks. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, so enough of that, I guess. Ooh. But uh, just you know, hashtag save the crew. I think um, you know they're continuing to organize. I think there's things for fans to do to help, even fans of other teams, putting up banners and uh, you know showing support and and just help them with that situation as much as we can. 
And, and hug a Columbus Crew fan if you <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I might do that uh, yeah that might, like I said I couldn't bring myself to sing Glory yeah. to Columbus yeah. yeah that must have been a real wrench yeah. 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 But, but of note I think Schindler's shirt is probably still a goodwill yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was funny because I really had just got I had a Columbus Crew jersey because I'd been to matches I went to the MLS Cup in 2015 um, and uh, and I had about I don't know, six weeks ago, I was cleaning out my drawers and I was like, you know what? I'm never going to wear this again. I fucking hate the crew. In fact, you know, that's what we hate the crew. crew. And and so I got rid of it and then I did think, oh, I could have snuck up there wearing my jersey. It would have been quite soon. But I thought it was good to show Solid Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's transition back to FCC. And uh, today was kind of... uh, the, the I don't know what you want to call it the October massacre or whatever yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was enormous <laughs> roster turnover so uh, bubbles why don't you bring us up to speed on all the changes all right say. so um, as of today it is October 25th the FC Cincinnati has exercised the options for Matt Boehner Garrett Halfhill, hey. Justin Hoyt. Can I just interject? Hey. I actually don't remember anything about Garrett Halfhill. I don't, I don't, I don't either. When yeah. I was looking at the roster online, I think I didn't see him play in the two games he played yeah. in this year. Yeah. I honestly would, could not pick him out of a lineup, and I really kind of thought maybe he didn't exist. Maybe so, he's yes. cheap. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> I do like his last name, though. Yeah. 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 Halfhill. Yeah. Halfhill. Yeah. Yeah. It's Half-Hill. sort of Hobbit-like. It is. Half-Hill. Half-Hill. Uh, Kenny Walker, no. and then also re-signed were... Bone, Koenig, McLaughlin, and then as an, just as a reminder, uh, Josu was signed already to an additional yeah. year. Oh, yes, I forgot. Uh, maybe I skipped that for Schindler's purpose, but Justin yeah. Hoyt is also right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Hoyt is, uh, will be back. And uh, uh, just so we're clear, Josu is still, uh, he's still short. He's still vain, and he did come from fucking Spain. Exactly. None of that has changed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget Sendovit, who we don't know if he's good or not. I know. Right? Right? Oh, no, wait. I couldn't. I was surprised by that. Yeah, he's yeah. in the contract next year, too. Oh, yes. That's right at the yeah. VA. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, FCC is continuing discussions, quote-unquote, with Austin Berry. He's one of our own. Mitch Hildebrand. Maybe he'll say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I, I I've met Mitch outside. I've met him at the oh, Mitch, Mitch right. if at you're the listening Bourbon at Society. the Bourbon Society, you know, I I love ya. I love ya. I love ya. <laughs> and where but, he goes, you'll follow. But say no, say no more. Um, he did say no a couple times at the Bourbon Society. He took a couple drinks and said, No thanks. Mitch oh. says no. But he did say yes. Um and that's a shout out to the Bourbon Society too, by the way. Um, and then yeah. Jibby is in continuing discussions. The thing that I wanted to bring up is also plans with Harrison Delbridge, Andrew Wiedemann, and Paul Nicholson will be announced at a future date. Yeah. Wah, so wah, what is wah. that? What does that mean? Uh, I that, think that means we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it doesn't sound like no. those guys are coming back. I mean, it was funny because I, so I went through and I looked up everyone's age because I had all these ideas in my head of how old everyone mm-hmm. is. And, you have them uh, here on a, on, a, on a sheet. Yeah, and so we can get into that if we want. Yeah. I think there were some, for me, there were some definite surprises. Like, I really thought Mitch was younger than he is. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought Mitch was like 24. He's actually, what, 29? 29, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I thought Danny Koenig, and as Wikipedia apparently also thinks this, that he was 30. Right. But yeah. apparently he's a 25. He'll be 25 yes. in December. Somebody yeah, he's not quite 25. Yeah. So yeah. someone's yeah. lying about yeah. that. 
Um, Jibby is at least 33, right? Yeah. Born on 420. Yeah, born on 420. Slightly suspicious. We always think with Jibby, you can kind of like take take the first number, double yeah. it, yeah. divide it by the right. last number. The last number. And, yeah. add it to, and, and uh, wink. Yeah. yeah, he's either 33 or 50, somewhere in between. Um, and I, I also thought Wiedemann was older than he is. He's only, he's not 30 yet, is he? No, he's 28. 28. 28. Yeah. In, just I, in August, yeah. Because yeah. the way, I mean, the way they said that, uh, you know, plans plans will be announced at a future date, I thought that maybe that meant like Wiedemann and Nicholson, they were thinking about putting in a coaching role or doing something like that but then Delbridge obviously he's playing he's, somewhere right? yeah, yeah he's yeah. gotta be yeah. and that's that's what does that makes me worry because I would love for him to stick around because it, it's not he, they're not in continuing discussions with him you know that's a that's a separate uh, a separate announcement right yeah. plans and so but at the same time you know Andrew Wiedemann was the apparently the last guy to leave the pitch on Tampa yeah. Bay yeah. He, he was he hung around there sort of you know, is reminiscing, thinking this uh, may be my mm-hmm. last yeah. go of things, and then walked off. Which, you know, I've I've always liked him, but you're yeah. right. You know, they talked about his production to go down this year. Yeah, um, he definitely he looked like he'd lost a step. A step. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. he was slow. There was ball. There were balls he didn't get to. He still yeah. clearly got great techniques. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he, the um, yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they had some kind of desire to put him in a. In a coaching role or something like that mm-hmm. if he wants to stick around because he clearly cares about the club. What I'd say about one thing about Delbridge I was thinking is it's plausible that they might be waiting until the MLS announcement. And so even though like if they get to MLS it wouldn't be for two years, he's young enough that yeah. you could see giving him like, you know, you pay him MLS money. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy that you're going to build around to say when we get to MLS he's going to be there. Yeah. If they don't get to MLS, then he probably leaves. And I guess yeah. this guy, he'll get offers at MLS that, And that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was thinking one of two options, and I'm not sure how this is, right? Like, you, if we do make it to MLS, you pay, like you said, you pay him the money for him to stay, or you, I don't know how loans work, but you could loan him out to another team. Yeah. And then he comes back, but I, I don't know how the... I don't think the money... Does. So my guess is, even at MLS level, he might make, I don't know, a hundred grand yeah. a year, or maybe a little bit more than that. So FCC would pay that, I would think. Pay that, yeah. And I think they would match that salary if if it was like, okay, we'll put him on a four year deal. Yeah. So then you know, like assuming he's plays at this level and all that, that he he helps be that bridge because it would be good for the team to have a couple of guys like, yeah. that you could sort of build that whole you know kind of connection to. Because yeah. obviously, I mean, if you just look at the list of who's there's no one on the team right now, right? right. right. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. of those guys, the only other one that you could sort of think maybe could make it. You know, in a three-year window, would probably be Jimmy. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But you know, he's also twenty-five, and yeah. he's his game is based on his athleticism to some degree, and that, yes. that might not stick around. And then, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. So. And I will say, I, I brought this up before we started to mention it now is that yeah, granted we can't we can't field a full team, but currently there are there is no goalkeeper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they left both both right. of their. Backup goalkeeper Dallas, Dallas Jamie Harley New is out, and the other guy's out, and Mitch is in in negotiations, yeah. and so there have been some talk on the on the boards, <clears throat> Facebook, that uh, <laughs> that they may bring in another keeper, and that they'll actually compete with that'll mm. compete with Mitch to to see who 
Yeah, who'll win that starting spot? De- definitely, Mitch definitely needs a bit of competition yeah. for his spot. I mean, that's that's and every goalkeeper does. Yes, Jay, we brought Jay in, didn't we? For did we bring him in for a league game after a Lamar Cup game yeah. or something? So he played against Cleveland, right? The he, first game was he yes. in the first? He Lamar? was in the first yeah. first Lamar, and then there was a league game before that or after that. It was one of the one mm-hmm. one of the league games after an Open Cup game where. Koch made a ton of changes. changes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I remember it was somewhere south, I think, and it was Might have been one of the Florida games. Might have been yeah. one of the Florida games, right. Mm. And it was he had he was scary. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there yeah. was some like There is there is yeah. um on, on match days there is a guy that wears full goalkeeping kit. The ghost of the yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Jay. Yeah, it's not, Jay it's not Hildebrand. It's yeah. Jay. <laughs> Maybe that guy's name was Jay or yeah. started with Jay. I, I, want, it, I want it to Otherwise, be like his brother. Or I'll tell you what. I'm getting Schindler seventy on the new kid. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was interesting today because when I when I went through, I mean, um, yeah. Should we just go through some of the other ones? Because when you said plans for Harrison and Wiedemann and Paul Nixon, we don't know what that is. We're guessing that. Maybe they're being traded. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. who wouldn't want Harrison Delbridge yeah. and Steve yeah. or, or or Andrew, as we know? Yeah, I think I saved this over Harrison Delbridge. <laughs> I did send a tweet directly to him asking him to stay. So I'm sure. Oh, oh, good, yeah. job. Oh, good job. Good job. Yeah. Well, that, okay. Well, that's why. That's you know why what? we call you Stone Delicious IPA. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not worried now. Then. Oh yeah, I'm so not worried back. now. Then. Yeah, but yeah, and and then we're not <laughs> exercising options on uh, Decrest, which makes me kind of sad because yeah. I've always had a soft spot for him. But yep. when we looked over his um, his stats this year, he's on paper he's not he's not done anything. Yeah. <laughs> but when he comes on, you get that boost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boost of speed. Yeah, and then we got Dominguez, and then mentioned Dallas J. Um, Quinn. <laughs> There you go, Schindler. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I did not see any tears on Quinn leaving. Quinn, Quinn, uh, Quinn, he Quinn, played Quinn. a lot of minutes for <laughs> us. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that he probably didn't deserve in the first part of the year. And then the guy we we called the other Walker. Yeah, so it was funny with him. I actually, uh, when I first saw the list, I thought that was actually K Walker, and I was like, oh, I just yeah. I glanced at it wrong, and I had a little. I actually did like kind of with, yeah, like, yeah. and then I was like, oh, it's that right. Walker. Right. I don't remember what that guy does. And then Dan Williams, <laughs> um, yeah. And and there's not a lot to disagree with yeah. in a lot of yeah, like I say yeah. the only one out of them that I would fight for is is Decrest because yeah. I think he's gonna go to another team and be and be a good player. I agree. I think there's a good yeah. player in there somewhere. I sort yeah. of feel like he was a little bit unlucky. I will say, the other one that surprised me a little bit was Tyler Polak. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How old was Polak? expired? Not renewed. Uh, yeah. He is. I don't think I wrote that one down because he was leaving. Yeah. Uh, but I can look it up real quick. I was curious. With him, only just because um, I actually thought he, I thought he was good for yeah. most of the year. So he was born in May of '92. So 25. So he's 25. So he's a good age. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, he made the, you know, he made the USL team of the week once this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the yeah. other thing with him is, to be honest, like he when he was uh, in our three in the three five two, I had some, I don't know, you know, sometimes I feel like he, at the beginning when I first saw him and met him, and you know. I was really like, oh, I'm not sure I like how he, how he's playing, how he's defending. But as the season went on, I think he grew into that role. Mm-hmm. And he, he really put some good balls in. I yeah. mean, he really stepped up his game. And so, sure, he had that injury. I remember he got injured in one of the games and had to be subbed out early. 
and and I didn't come back for a while. But uh, that was that was one of the surprising things. Yeah, I, I think we agreed at one point that he was like dependable and he was yes. a, good, a good guy to have. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. Solid and and kind of like you know he's, he he didn't seem to do he. He got it. He was one of those players that got away most games without you remembering him exactly. for the really crap stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I actually thought he had a couple of really yeah. good games. Too. And he yeah. actually, like, uh, I believe he played in the Chicago Fire game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and was very, very good. good. Yeah, very good. Like, yeah. excellent defender. Like, did really well. Yeah, like, yeah. Memorable, memorable from that. Standpoint. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that one, that one definitely surprised me. I, I thought, you know what. Because uh, now it's just like, well, then now you got to go get. I mean, part of it's like when you when you only have eight players on your club roster, you yeah. have a ton of recruitment to do, right? Ago, right? Um, yeah, you probably need at least, you know, you probably need to add like fourteen players. Yeah, yeah. and so you know that's just a, that's just a lot of work. And you sort of think, well, if you could have kept, uh, yeah. if you could, now it may be that he didn't want to come back, so they didn't have an option on him. So it may have just have been he he's got another offer somewhere, or yeah. he wants to go to a different that's club, true. or he's because yeah. part of it is. You know they clearly like Josu. They've got Justin Hoyt, so it wasn't necessarily he was like a guaranteed starter. Right. So yeah. It could be driven by him more than yeah. The yeah. There was a hastily arranged graphic on the official site that had like the returning nine. Yeah, they're, they're all different. Yeah. They're all wearing all different yeah. uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. three different kids. Yeah. Like a weight kid. Like all three. Yeah, Represented, yeah, yeah. and it was like it was like okay, yeah, it's it's not enough if we're playing a game right. tomorrow. Right. Yeah. You know, and um, and there was an interesting thing with the um, with the announcement today. Um, one of the annoying things. Did you all watch it? Did you any of you see it? He, you know, our, 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 our glorious leader. Yes, <laughs> um, he gave. You know, he he's mentioned about like a nice uh, about how it wasn't the way we wanted to finish uh-huh. this season, and um, and then he says, and, and to this end, we're making these changes, and he read out pretty much what we've read, and then the questions he got from the the press weren't mic'd. No. So it was That's this awkward twenty five minutes yeah. of him staring at right. somebody <laughs> right, 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 and just right. like not saying it and yeah. nodding yeah. and then going, <laughs> "That's that's a pretty good point." And yeah. you'd be like, wow. <laughs> "I have so, no idea." So if anyone's listening from the from the from the briefing room at the at the FCC, Mike, get pass the mic around. Yeah. It's not hard. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. Maury or someone like that yeah. or, or Springer. Donna Maury. <laughs> Donna, Donna Hugh. There's one for the Maybe kids. All our Bailey friends will get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to love, that was on about three in the morning in England, yeah. and I used to love that show. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, so are we uh, and yeah, he went on, and not only did he mention the roster changes, he mentioned about how um, he said that Alan Alan Koch is, is is leaving this press conference and jumping on a plane. He didn't say where, but he says he's going to run up. You know, he's jumping on a plane, uh, and those nine players on Monday are going back to training. It's, the season's not over for them. He said he said something like last year. He said after our last playoff game. The players had four months off, and when they came back, we then recruited. Mm. And halfway through the season, there was still all this. Yeah, yeah. they added a lot of players. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'd, like Josu was one of them yeah, that right. joined kind of halfway through, like crap bang in the middle of the yeah. season and stuff. And so he said that we, we didn't do it right last year. So this year, he says all the nine are returning on Monday for training. They're going to be working on certain things before they're allowed to go at Thanksgiving. Mm. For, for what is going to be their off season, so they're going to work with each other. And Alan is is on a plane. He didn't say where. Don't know what country. 
Um, <clears throat> I hope it's somewhere in South America. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, somewhere south of Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but who knows? Yeah. And, um, and, and they also express that how, like, going forward, there's a real need for kind of developing a youth academy yeah. at the club, which was nice to hear. Yeah. I don't know how long that is away and I don't yeah. know when it's going to happen right. but it was nice to know that like you know at some point we might have this facility uh, he talked about training a training camp as well and yeah. he talked about this facility for youth development it would be lovely to think that like kids in Cincinnati could maybe if they open up to the community right. that we could bring in some you know kind of local talent um, are we not going to talk about uh Malay Tanguya. Yeah, that was another one. I was like, I, I, I didn't know that was a thing. I, I, I had to no, look no. him up. You know He's what? 22 years old. Yeah. Oh. Soccer well, I mean, yeah. a lot of those younger guys, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Dominguez is pretty young. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, it is. I mean, the age profile is not <laughs> ideal, although I would say that most, I mean, other than, uh, let's see, uh, Hoyt's old. Uh, Kenny, I mean, uh, Jibby is obviously quite old. How old is Kenny Walker? Kenny Walker will be 29 in December. So oh. he's, you know, he's getting up there. But I mean, you figure, it's certainly for another year. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely worth bringing back. But Walker and Bone are both both that same age. But he just, Bone is a little bit older. He just turned 29. So you were going to need a central midfielder. Yep. That's really, I mean, I, I think, you know, like how we talked about last week, before we knew they were going to cut half the roster. Um, I think, <laughs> I still think we need another striker. I, I would not bring Jimmy back. I, I would either. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine bringing Koenig back, especially if he's only 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think we still need another striker, maybe someone a little more mobile. Yep. I think we definitely need a, another center midfielder that you can play either with or instead of one of Walker and Bone because you're going to want to build that transition. Yep. Um, and obviously, depending on what happens with uh, you know Barry and uh, Delbridge, you may need a bunch yeah. of central defenders. Yeah. So exactly. it'll be interesting. Which is, I guess, a good transition uh, to talk about the pod. Uh, yep. Not to give you too meta, since, which is a little hard to do since we only, I think, have a handful of listeners. But uh, uh, we are going to, we'll, we'll, be, we'll continue to record. I think we, we decided before the pod that we will record whenever we fucking want to. That's exactly That's right. right. And we'll talk about whatever we want. That's yes. right. <laughs> exactly. So, no agenda here. Apart yeah. from the one that we set just before we decide when we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 Other than right. that, there's and, no agenda. But, and drinking beer. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Well, I did have a couple of thoughts. I mean, I, one, I think we do need to dedicate a uh, at least part of an episode to your uh, MLS proposal. I think yeah. that's yes. a good thought. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Available yeah. on our website, yes. Jason. Yep. Yes. Oh, I mean, who's... Who? who? <laughs> yeah. Schindler? Schindler? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah by the way if you are on the FCC Reddit and you see someone post as old man Schindler that that is yours truly we waited in there a little bit last week which is I don't really get involved in online discussions too much because I'm yeah. old and don't, don't like yeah. getting mad on the internet. Right? Yeah, right. It, it, yeah. Here's us talking about these players yeah. getting on a bit. Yeah, I know. Well, they're he's all... 29. Yeah. He's getting on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, you can uh, definitely. Uh, uh, well, we can talk about that some. Um, yeah, what I, I was thinking, I think we. Maybe we do a couple shows like on the supporter groups. I think we yeah. definitely need to get Ronnie Salerno in. Yep. We got to get Ronnie Disco in. Yeah, Ronnie Disco he, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, if he, I'm sure he's listening to this podcast. Oh, of course. I, yeah. Since you are Ronnie, you are more than welcome anytime. We'd love to talk with you and just kind of, you know, get your your take on Deanna Stott and, uh, and just the whole culture around FC Cincinnati. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, outside of that, like you guys said, 
I think our one Twitter follower, or <laughs> maybe there's many more, suggests things. Right? Yeah. Outside of nicknames, suggest topics, anything you want Absolutely. to hear about. Absolutely. I, th- I think. Research. Yeah, I think what we should do as well is um, as as the the roster yeah. and yeah. additions become more apparent and it yeah. gives us some content, we'll we'll get back and talking. Yeah. And maybe as well if we can combine that with an update on the yeah. Columbus crew. Yeah. Well, there'll be announcements. There'll be plenty of like, standing updates we'll have. Yeah. MLS announcements, roster updates, you know, like, yeah. you know, like you said, for a while to be the, the, the crew. Yeah. And then, yeah. and really, you know, we're at, we're coming to the end of October. We've only got like three to four months and we're back and they're back down in Florida. Training camp is going to be early again, right? Yeah. 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 Early. Hell's Time will fly. Time oh, the winter fly. nights will fly. <laughs> and I'm always busy as well with my uh, my, my, my side pod about classical harpsichords. Uh, you can find that uh, where I maybe we'll have to do a combined pod. Yeah. SC Cincinnati and classical harpsichords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure right. he's a joke. On that note, I think uh, I think we'll call it quits. Thanks for listening, Thank and uh, Thank hit us up you. on. Uh, Twitter at Old Man Ultra.